everybody welcome to the log on games podcast for friday february the third on this episode we are going to be talking about the big three nintendo xbox and playstation all opting out of e3 this year um and then piggybacking on last week's episode we got halo infinite news big boy (laughs) um and then also kind of piggybacking on was it yeah, I guess last episode we have did or say do we have an uncharted tease? With me on today's episode, you can find him playing High Rush over on twitch.tv backslash brown berserker. We have Andrew with us on the podcast today. Nice, hey, nice. what's up? I played the first maybe like five minutes of the game. Just to like get a gist, and I was like, Yeah, and I'm gonna need time to play this game. Bro, I will play like- this game. I was cheesing. It's like, it's like <laughs> there's certain games that it's like front to back that were made for, for Andrew Brown, Andrew. Yep. That's, that's one of those games, man. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a good, it's a good time. Yes. Basically it keeps, a music. It, it, uh, yeah. I, well, I mean, I like, a music it, anime, but a game. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like you could probably hack and slash your way out of it. You're going to get more damage if you're on beat and stuff like that. But I mean, you could play it probably like a Devil May Cry or Bayonet or anything like that. It'd be fine. So that's not how the game is meant to be. I know. (laughs) Um, What else have you been playing? You've been Destiny grinding as well? Yes, sir. Been uh, Destiny grinding and Snap. So, yep. We've been picking picking up the, the Destiny. I've been doing a, a lot of side stuff instead of the main pinnacle grind for my gear. Like, you know, min-maxing, you know, for light vaults. Yep. So, yeah. yep. We yeah. got the new trailer, the weapons trailer. We did. For, and how'd you feel? Um, Pretty cool. I like the I like the aesthetic, uh, you know, just mm-hmm. like many other games. They have a tendency to reskin stuff. But when you reskin a gun and it makes it look dramatically different than it did before and it has new perks, I guess it's a new gun. Sure. Cool. It's a new gun. Yeah, but the whole aesthetic of Lightfall, I'm really excited for. The the new trailer, you know, bumped it up just a little bit, so I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Heck yeah. Um, also with us on the podcast today, you can find him not on his new PC, or are you right now? Can't tell. Mm, nope, I don't have a webcam yet. You can find him in Boston without a webcam. We have Matthew that's on the podcast today. At X, user 8X. Matthew, yeah, right. <laughs> At all the things. All the, all uh, the things. <laughs> what you exactly. what you been uh, playing? Uh, been a weird week. So I've still been playing some Plague Tale. Plague Tale's really good. Um, but I, over the years, have accrued a collection on Steam. And I've just kind of been going through and playing some of those games that I either got for free or for two bucks or like in a fanatical $10 bundle that's you get 10 games for 10 bucks and it's t- random games mm-hmm. or whatever, that kind of thing. So just kind of going through and playing some of those, seeing what I like or what I don't. Uh, played a played one called Susan. Sus- I don't even know how to say it. Susan Rain. Susan. Susan. You can actually play it on Sells, mobile. Didn't really. Seashells by the seashore. There you go. <laughs> Basically you get elected uh, president of like a random country and it's like you're trying to pull them out, but it's, very story based. Right. Like it's got a story that it definitely is trying to tell. It's very uh like oh, it's pretty dark actually. But it's fun. It's a good good game. I watched a podcast with Mr. Beast saying that he wanted to be president one day and that for his campaign he was just gonna give away all of his money. And I was like, you know what? That's pretty good. Wow. Pretty good deal. <laughs> <laughs> I support. I support. I don't know when Mr. Beast is gonna run, but you can just Dude, if he if he pulls that off. Holy crap. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> he is nowhere near old enough at the moment. No, he's not. I think he said twenty thirty. How old do you have to be again? I think he has to be like thirty two, maybe thirty five, something like that. You have to be. So here, here's the idea. Right? There's the idea of being the president, but like you have to have like the mind to run a country, right? Fin- financially. 
You know, just, all, I, I just, yeah. I, he's going to give away the United States for his last he's gonna video. Give, <laughs> <laughs> whoever takes their hand off the soil gets, <laughs> doesn't get the United States. The last person to take their hand off the White House <laughs> yeah. oh my God. gets the country. Yeah. <laughs> at, oh that, at that time, Biden and, and Trump will be like 112 and mm. they'll be, they'll have their hand up there and they'll fall asleep on it. It'll be good. It's going to be a great video. I can't wait. Oh my God. Um, I've been playing through Remnant again, but actually Mm -hmm. trying to beat it this time, um, on PlayStation five with a friend and Matthew, I don't know if you remember this when we played, but this was a PC game first and then it came to console Mm -hmm. and I just don't feel like it's been, it it got the 60 frames update, but Mm -hmm. I tell you every, about every 20 Five to forty-five minutes. One of us will just get booted from the game. We gotta start over. Mm. That's what happens. That's fun. So I love we're beating it. the game thirty minutes at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were playing it on Steam Deck at some point. Were you not? Yeah, I have it on Steam Deck as well. But I'm playing with him on PlayStation because we both. Is there crossplay? Well. Probably. But okay. it's also one of those games that is. Uh, procedurally generated maps or whatever mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. every time you play i mean it's the same like the first place is earth or whatever but it's like completely different layout different i think there's like right three or to five different bosses you can get depending on you know what campaign and you can re-roll a campaign and stuff like that so you know why they fun. do that right so you can keep playing it man it's- so when you get booted every 20 minutes, you come back and you don't have to do the same exact thing again. You got a little, <laughs> yeah. it's a little Except different. Except for we do. We're in the same campaign. It's just different levels. Or yeah. Although yeah, we did no, do I'm an adventure kidding. mode, which so we could get some different bosses or whatever. But, ah, mm. uh, we want to welcome everybody to the Log On Games podcast. This is the weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and more. New episodes upload every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, whatever it is you like, wherever your favorite podcast service is, we are there. And you can watch us in video form on youtube.com backslash at logon games. Do us a favor, go to youtube.com backslash at logon games, hit that subscribe button, and slap your grandma all at the same time. What? That's, <laughs> help that's us out amazing. It's just think, like, uh, you, know, you don't want to tell someone to just hit the subscribe button. You know, it's like, yeah, no. I know you want me to go and subscribe, but if they don't like their grandma and they're like, I get hit or two, then. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you never know. There's a lot of grandmas out there. Not all of them are good. That's true. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think statistics says you have to be right. I guess not every. I mean, just think, not everyone's grandma is a good grandma. Listen, I watched Ozark. Okay, I know the difference between a good and a bad grandma. Also filmed. Also, Ozark was filmed like five minutes from my house as well. You also played Resident Evil in 3D or in uh, VR, so you know that a lot of bad grandmas in that grandma. game. A lot of well, bad grandmas terrible. in that game. That's valid. And then shoot him in the face is what I had to do with that one, though. That's true. A lot easier to get headshots in VR. Just throwing that out there too. Really? You just gotta look at their head. Yeah, you just gotta look at their head, man. Yeah, the reticles, your head. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Your movement. Um, speaking of VR, I don't have this as one of our topics today, but. <clears throat> Uh, pre-order's not doing so so hot for the PSVR 2. I was talking with someone about this on Twitter. I was like, the white Andrew, prime audience, prime target for the PSVR 2, and I don't have any desire to get it right now. So that's a problem. Oof. And then mm-hmm. I saw a bunch of stuff that we've said on the podcast, like no state of play, no showcase, no no like video showcase anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the pre-orders are down. If it was three hundred fifty dollars, would you go get it? Yes. See, that's, the re- that's, so I really I think that do was... want. Go ahead. I, said, I really do want VR again. Yeah, but I was waiting for this to you know see what's cooking. But like, 
not brand new, but I could go on like Craigslist or Facebook and get a like new, like two like MetaQuest twos for the price of like one mm-hmm. PSVR two. And then me and Emily could play stuff with each other. Yeah. So and- that's kind of what I'm bargaining of, of just like if birthday or Christmas or something comes along and like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't play VR again, but I want, there's stuff I want to play with her. So I, I'll just go grab yeah. two quest twos. Cause 90% of the games that are coming to PSVR two are also on quest two as well. So, right. And that, I really do. I mean, that was the reason the first mm-hmm. one did well was because people are like, Oh snap, I can get that way cheaper than I could go get another VR. Yeah. That's comparable. And now you, that's not even close. To the not case. even close to the case. Um, before we get into topics, there has been rumored today, heavily, heavily rumored, that there will be a Nintendo Direct Monday, February the Ooh. 6th. So, as we won't have a podcast until next Friday, if there is a Direct on Monday, uh, we will be doing live reactions. I don't know who it will be, but we will be doing live reactions to that. Um, it will be up on our YouTube channel. Um, Either way, either live or right right after, whatever it's going to be, we will have our reactions to mm-hmm. the Nintendo Direct. Um, so, fingers crossed. Uh, you can follow us at Logon Games on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We have a link tree in there that will point you to our YouTube channel or our Discord, whatever it is you want to be a part of. So, go do that. So, topic time. I'm reading this from IGN.com. E3's first physical event in four years was supposed to be a triumphant return for the trade show. An opportunity to recapture some excitement of the past conventions, which historically have been major showcases for the games industry. However, it appears that when E3 2023 hits the LA Convention Center in June, it will be without three of the most important draws. IGN has heard from multiple knowledgeable sources that Xbox, Sony, and Nintendo won't be a part of E3 2023 or have a presence at the LA Convention Center show floor. This information comes on the heels of Xbox announcements last week that it would be returning to Los Angeles for its annual summer showcase while declining to confirm whether it would be a part of the show itself. Um, For those of you who don't know, uh, the Microsoft Theater is literally across the street from the LA convention center. Like you just walk across the street and it's right there. Um, so I would assume same around the same time, but just not going to be a part of E3. Um, there's more to this article, but that's the gist of what's happening. Matthew, I'm going to start with you. Are you surprised? Not surprised. Also in Jeff Keeley fashion, he tweeted out like 10 minutes after this came out <clears throat> that summer showcase would be happening and it gave the date yeah. and the time and all that kind of stuff with a physical event. So maybe they're just all going to go to his thing, mm-hmm. but your thoughts. I don't, hmm, I don't know if surprise is the word or not. I, I mean, I think it's kind of the death nail for sure, because I, I don't know that anybody was looking forward to this year saying E3 is going to be back to what it was. It was just kind of like a, well, they're going to try it. Let's see what happens. And, and yeah, yeah I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the point is unless you have one of these three or the biggest game companies that aren't these three. And I don't really yeah. see that happening. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this to me, this is probably step number one and them postponing or canceling it again. Could be. Could be. Andrew, what about you? Uh, E3 is dead and will never be able to go. <laughs> No, I mean, it's like, just like Matthew said, like, if you don't have something to entice people to go, like, why would you go? I mean, it, it, when you have the big three gone, what are you going for at that point? It's not like if like from software was like, okay, we're announcing Bloodborne too. Okay. Maybe people would go to E3, but like with the big three gone, what companies are going to, are going to be the pull to actually want to go there. So I think this is the nail in the coffin. I think it's done. Yeah. It's a, it's weird situation, but the most surprising thing for me is that they're not going to be on the show floor. Like even if it's just a poopy booth, then not some extravagant thing that you would normally do. You would think like PlayStation would at least be like, 
yeah, we're going to be on the show floor. You can go there and play PSVR 2 if you want to or whatever. But so that was the surprising thing for me. I, I was never expecting for there to be big E3 press conferences again. Uh, Microsoft's doing their thing. Jeff Keighley is doing their thing. And Summer Game Fest is supposed to have a physical event, I believe, this year as well. So it's possible that Jeff Keighley was like, listen, E3 is dead. I'm, I am E3 now. Basically. <laughs> uh, Basically. But it's, <laughs> it's going to be kind of weird if E3, like if this all happens at the same time, like the same week of June. It's like E3 is going to be there with whatever they can get. Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest thing is going to be there with his showcase and then a physical thing. Xbox is going to be doing their thing. Like it's all within like a one mile, one and a half mile radius of each other. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe people will go to E3 just because you can just walk to it, you know? I mean, if, <laughs> that's true. That's especially true. if it's like, if it's like $3, which. It probably should be if they want people to actually show up. <laughs> Did you, uh, you, you haven't been right. Or you wanted to go or you, you were on I've tour never, and you were I've never been inside. Inside. Okay. Participating in E3. Have I tried, have I walked around the whole convention center seeing if there was an unlocked door? Yes. I've done that. <laughs> have I thought of going to a grocery store and getting like like uh, like just a bunch of waters, you know, stack them on top of each other, and like put on like a yellow vest and yeah. just try and wheel them in there. I didn't do that, but I seriously think about doing that. Yes, I did. <laughs> but um, I've been I've been outside of E three twice, um, which they have like things like I think the the two times I went in the GameSpot stage or whatever. And they would have like guests and stuff come there and do signings. And they had like, there was like a outside store. Um, There's always events happening like the whole day outside of the place, which is really cool. So I do have goodie bags from that. You know what I mean? I guess the reason I was asking you is um, I think there's only been one year the public could go, but like how much are or would tickets be to go to E3? Like I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. Let me see. I'm pretty sure it was a couple hundred dollars, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I don't know. Don't remember. <clears throat> gotcha. Um, I'm just trying to see if on this article if they talked about Summer Game Fest at all. Let me look at their Twitter real quick. See exactly what he said because I don't remember if he said anything about a physical event. So, Summer Game Fest live June the 8th, which is a Thursday. Oh, Good for us. <laughs> uh, so, they, he tweeted out January 30th, Summer Game Fest returns live Thursday, June the 8th. Mm-hmm. Tune in to see what's next from the video game in- industry. Sign up at summergamefest.com for alerts and updates on tickets. It's happening at the YouTube Theater. So there's that. Um, Matthew, do you expect PlayStation has not had a showcase in a very long time? Yeah. If they don't have one soon, it'll be a year and a like at least a year and a half by the time E3 rolls around. Do you think yeah. they'll be do you think they'll have a showcase around Summer Game Fest time? This, no. this time around. I think Typically it's either gonna happen up. I think it's either gonna happen soon or they had the After. state of play last year. Right. It's either going to happen Before soon. It's either going to happen soon or it'll happen a month or two after Game Fest because I mean last year they used Game Fest to be a couple big announcements. I don't I, yeah. I don't know why they would do both of those things unless they just have one as part of Summer Game Fest that's separate from like the main Game mm-hmm. Fest night, which is possible, I guess. I don't know that I wouldn't necessarily think that's the most likely thing, but they had the I'm state sure. of play, which was like the first like thing that mm-hmm. was still like with the summer game mm-hmm. fest brand or whatever, like mm-hmm. the summer game fest state of play will be happening or whatever. It was like the first thing. And if you take the last of us announcements 
along with like the Resident Evil 4 announcements and some of the, uh, the VR stuff that was with that state of play, that could have mm-hmm. just been a showcase if they actually wanted it to be. But Yeah, I, I think what they've done at this point is, and I think they know it, is that if they do a showcase at some point, it's got to be pretty banging because you can't not do one for this long and then just come out with a couple games. Like it's, it's probably going to be one of those that's stacked with game after game after game after game yeah. trailer, you know? And it's I mean, we're, we're definitely do. Yeah. You think of the first, the last PlayStation showcases we've had, we've known Horizon's coming. God of War is coming. Uh, all these games that we've been excited about and they've all come out now. And now it's like we don't know anything yeah, except for they've said have. that Spider-Man 2 is coming at the end of this year. And that's yeah. it. So we need it. We're, it's about time for mm-hmm. a showcase for them to just unload on what's to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I would say it would be pretty disappointing if they did a showcase or something like it and then and only showed a, a few big things. Was there a Nintendo Direct around this time last year? Oh, Nintendo does that what they want, man. That's true. <laughs> I'm looking at the videos, Nintendo Direct. They had one February 9th of last year. So having one this February or on Monday would check that box. And then they mm-hmm. had one in September. Do you they didn't have one at, uh, during E3 time. Uh, or Summer Game Fest time. So I guess we're going to start calling it. But Xbox is definitely going to be there, which is nice. Yeah, so. yeah it's really well, a shame that Summer Games Fest has taken over because E3 is way easier to say and just sounds cooler. It's gonna be it honest. does. It's Summer Games Fest time. Yeah. I was like, oh, come on. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe we can convince Jeff to change the name. Let me call him real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next story. We talked a lot about Halo last week. Uh, if you're listening and you... Uh, dislike halo or what they've 343 has done as much as we have then definitely go check that out but this is also from ign halo is reportedly staying at 343 industries but the franchise direction is unclear amidst layoffs and a pivot away from halo's slip space engine in a report from blueborg jason schreier the studio's leadership overhaul mass layoffs and other big changes are causing 343 to essentially hit the reset button on the franchise uh, the report also claims that at least 95 people were laid off from 343 as part of the months of this month's mass layoffs at Microsoft, and that 343 was not working on uh, new missions for Halo Infinite's story over the last year. After the layoffs, rumors started circulating, claiming that Microsoft could pass Halo development to another studio. According to today's report, Halo is staying put despite concerns over the studio's ability to develop new Halo games after the big hit to the staff. This report lines up with 343's statement and Phil Spencer saying that 343 remains critically important to the success of Halo. According to the report, Matt Booty, head of Xbox Woo! Game Studios, has assured 343 staff that they are still in charge even as the studio works with outside partners. Um, however, where is it? Where? I got to take. Well, it's the very next oh, thing. Fairly. Very next thing. Uh, However, it would seem that big changes are still in store for the franchise, namely Halo is said to be pivoting to Unreal Engine, leaving the controversial Slipspace engine behind. Development challenges posed by Slipspace are reportedly holding back two infinite multiplayer modes that are nearly finished, Extraction and Assault. Here's the spoiler alert. No one cares. No one at all. That's not nobody at all. I was like, that's ballsy. That's not true. Someone cares. Someone cares. Someone, one person cares. I'm glad they spent their time working on that instead of throwing in a Team Slayer mode when the game came out. Uh, The reports of the engine swap come after years of rumors surrounding 343 Slip Space and the Unreal Engine. The pivot will reportedly begin with the Halo Project codename Tatanka, which has been rumored for quite some time. This game is in co-development at 343 and Certain Affinity and began as a Halo Battle Royale, but the Mm. game may now evolve into it. It may evolve in different directions. Future Halo games will also explore using the Unreal Engine. Um, There's also talk about, you know, yeah, 343 was not and is not and will not be working on more story content for 
Halo Infinite's campaign, despite what they've said in the past, um, which I think is good. And I mean, mm-hmm. if we want to take the good from what we talked about last week, that it, it seems like they're pretty much just done with Halo Infinite. Like, no one's playing the game. Like, if you look on the Steam, Xbox charts, it doesn't matter. Like, if you go on Twitch right now, Halo Infinite is there's. I mean, there's Game Boy Advance games that more people are streaming <laughs> than Halo Infinite. Um, I I remember I checked maybe six months ago, and more people were playing, were streaming, or watching uh, Marvel's Avengers than were Halo Infinite. So that tells you really all you need to know. Um, mm-hmm. So hitting the reset button on everything, great. Um, the good news is that the co-development between 343 and Certain Affinity, that's good news. Um, at least someone else, I know like the, the quotes are like, 343 is still in charge or whatever, but then why is another company helping them make a game and switching engines and all this stuff, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, I believe what... Phil Spencer said and this this quote where he said 343 remains critically important to the success of Halo simply because there's a lot of people that have done Halo that are in 343 and they've done it for mm-hmm. years. So yeah, to have them there to bounce ideas off of and help with certain things, sure. But that quote does not say they are going to be the only ones making Halo games. And mm-hmm. if that was the case, he would have said so, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, Matthew, your thoughts on all this nonsense. Um, well, it's good to know that they know there's something wrong. Um, but I don't think, like, I really like Unreal uh, Engine, and so especially the new one is just it looks incredible. So I, I like that's cool and all. But the, again, we talked about it. The gameplay is actually really good. That's that's not the issue. The the engine and the gameplay is not the problem. Um, it was just the lack of, you said vision and, and I'll say that and foresight to just kind of know what your, what your player base wants. Um, yeah. I just, just did a quick little look up and it looks like, um, the number of players concurrent that play Halo on steam, it's generally between three and 4,000 a day. So, and it's like that for Halo, that's not enough. It's not. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's just Steam. I mean, I don't have you know access to the numbers for Xbox or whatever, but it's also um, you know part of Game Pass, so there's that. Uh, but I don't know, man. It. I, I'm glad that they're doing something. I wish that they would have gone a different direction, other than three four three, keeping them involved. Uh, I'm glad that they're not putting the emphasis on the story mode. Story mode for. The, uh, Halo's fine and all, but that's not their bread and butter. It's not where they make their money. It's not where they're going to make their money. Um, I think the biggest disappointment in the whole thing is that the Battle Royale is not going to be soon. Yeah, it says uh, in co-development, 343 Certain Affinity began <clears throat> as a Battle Royale, but the game may now evolve in different directions. Which tells me it's not coming out know. soon. No, not going to come out soon, but I hope that the Battle Royale is still the main focus. Like, I would take the opposite approach and come out with the Battle Royale first. Apex has done this, um, but I feel like Apex could definitely do it better, which is like, they came out with the Battle Royale, it was a big hit, and then they added, like, basically their version of Team Deathmatch, their version of Control, their version of stuff like that on top of it. So if Halo Battle Royale can come out and hit, hit hard, <clears throat> imagine how crazy it's like, oh yeah, season two of this Halo Battle Battle Royale, we're adding Team Team Slayer or we're adding Big Team Battle or Capture the Flag or whatever. Then that would get mm-hmm. people more excited to be like, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's what I would mm-hmm. say. Andrew, what about you? Yeah, it's like, uh, I mean, it's just reiterating what you guys are saying and going back to what we talked about like last week. It's like, Unfortunately, the the shift of what players want nowadays is completely different. Like I, I was talking to a buddy recently about like what Halo was to us back then, but then you look at what's want wanted now, and like you guys say, you know, it's a battle royale. So it's yeah. like the type of game that Halo was for us back then, like it 
it's like it, it can't compete now, you know, in the, in the play space that exists. So it's like mm-hmm. you guys said, like, I, I, in my opinion, it would be easy enough to just create a very well-made large map and just take the fundamentals of Halo and throw it in there, right? I don't see why or how that would be difficult, but it's 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 a no-brainer as far as like the hardcore fans like us. I don't know what it's going to take to like make us happy. It's like you guys said, like when it shipped with the limited modes it had for PVP, why couldn't you just copy what you did with three and just repeat it again with a nice like paint a coat on it, you know, and maybe some new weapons or abilities, you know, it's, I don't know. It's like, sounds like what Call of Duty does and sells a bajillion games every year. Yeah. It's like no brainer (laughs) stuff. Yeah. But maybe there's just logistics and things that we don't know about as consumers. So I don't know. And it's easier yeah. said than done. But like Tim the Tapman had a, a soundbite this past week that was like, if Halo had a Battle Royale game right now, and he does nothing but play Warzone, like if y'all are unaware. But he's like, if Halo Battle yeah. Royale was out right now, he's like, a thousand percent, I'd rather be playing that in the Warzone. It's like people want mm-hmm. it. And it's easier said than done to make a good Battle Royale. I've seen a whole bunch of them suck. Most of them do suck. But if you can just, I mean, you have every, all of Halo at your disposal. And I also saw on Twitter this past week, people making a Halo Battle Royale in Forge mode right now, mm-hmm. which there's only like, I think, 15 or 20 Spartans or whatever, where they like showed a little preview of them like dropping down onto this somewhat, I guess probably as large a map as you can make in yeah. Forge mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, dropping down and seeing like the pistol there and picking that up and turning around and someone else is there. They don't have a weapon, so they're just trying to punch you. But a punch hurts more in Halo. You know what I mean? Mm. Just throwing that out there. Punches are legit. So I mean, who knows? Maybe a Forge Battle Royale will make Halo Infinite the number one stream game. Well, isn't that like how <laughs> PUBG came to be? Right? It was a uh, a mod made, right? And then yeah. it became what, you know, it grew to the scale that it is and it became its own entity. So, you know. Mm-hmm. I hope. I would love a Halo Battle yep. Rail. It just didn't suck. It'd be a fun old time. It'd be a whole lot cheaper. We talked about last week, maybe them just like lowering the budget for games like this. You just got to focus on Battle Rail. You don't have to focus on anything else. Make an Unreal Engine 5. It's going to yeah. look pretty that way. I was going to say, though, I think that's the, that's the biggest issue in terms of time for that, though, is that it seemed like that one is going to go to unreal and uh, without knowing all the technical details, I would imagine it's going to take a long time because you're not using the same engine and stuff that you got yeah. already. So well, the, the gameplay for infinite while. is, is good, but I don't it's know how good. a lot, how games are made, but like this article said, like so the, some of the reason of why three, four, three hasn't been able to do what they do is because I guess their engine is not very friendly to use compared to unreal so maybe it's a good thing and if certain affinity maybe I'm, I'm in my mind certain affinity was like listen we just need to go to unreal engine it's going to be way easier and then 343 was like no and certain affinity is like yes and phil spencer was like yes and that, that was that's <laughs> exactly that was the conversation that's my hope of what the conversation <laughs> that was all we'll by see. email yes 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 it was all by <clears throat> AOL instant messaging. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, Matthew, this, this story is for you again. Hot it's dog. like we just recycle podcasts here. You know what I mean? We talk about something <laughs> and then they're like, the video game world's like, you know what? Let's give them some more news on that topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, this comes from videogameschronicle.com. A new Sony ad designed to promote the PS5 could be teasing Uncharted 5. The new promo titled Live from PS5 features a series of live-action news reports reenacting scenes from various PlayStation games, including God of War, Horizon, Gran Turismo, and more. Destiny was one of those games. Just throwing that out there. Oh. Uh, However, among the clips from current and upcoming PS5 games, one live-action clip stands out as being unrecognizable. It shows a young woman in a cave with a flaming torch in a separate brief clip she can be seen blowing dust off an ancient artifact. The clips mm-hmm. are only shots that aren't immediately recognizable, suggesting they may be from an unannounced project. In a blog article uh, introducing the ad, Sony said this new spot, or yeah, this new spot hints at the bread 
Breath. Y'all see this word? Yeah. Breath. Is that a real word? Yeah. Is it trying to say breath? <laughs> Andrew. It, it's bread. Nope. TH. How broad it's how broad something is. It's the bread. Or if it's like really bready. You know what I mean? Andrew, it's, it's in the breath. Bible, okay? It's bread. Is this is bread <laughs> a Bible word? It is in the Bible. Yeah. The more you know. The more you know. Uh this was written by Chris <clears throat> Sulian. Maybe he's a big Bible reader. Maybe a big fan maybe of the word breath. Maybe so. Uh, this new spot hints at the breadth of extraordinary experiences taking place in the PS5 universe through the style of new of a live news channel. See if you can spot all the game references. Spoiler warning. Uncharted 4 ends with Nathan Drake and Elena Fisher's teenage daughter Cassie discovering relics from their past adventures and Drake deciding to tell her about them. It's believed by some, therefore, that the next Uncharted game could have Cassie as a protagonist, continuing where her parents left off. Naughty Dog co-president Neil Druckmann claimed last week that the studio has moved on from the Uncharted series, but that doesn't rule out another studio taking on the IP. We, and we've talked about stuff last week if you want more Uncharted stuff, but um, Matthew, you want a new Uncharted? This could be hinting at a new Uncharted. It could just be whatever you know. I don't know. What are your thoughts? There's only there's only two options really, and that is one. It's Uncharted, which is what I would lean towards, just based off the fact that every other clip and the entire thing, which and there's there's a lot of them, are games that are out or games that are coming, and everybody knows about them. Yeah. Like this is the only clip that's not. So it's either that or it's just like a little this is a showing off Unreal Engine 5 because that's a thing that's only that's really the only two options I think that you got. Um yeah, I think I similar. The only other option would be like this is just generic like Tomb Raider Indiana Jones generic just kind of thing that we just threw in just because but that would only make crap. sense if it's like to show off Unreal Five. Like, there's no other reason you would throw in something generic and is the one thing in this entire. <laughs> this entire yeah, I, call, I mean, I call, I call bull crap on it. I think this is definitely an Uncharted game. I think so too. I think so too. Um, I don't. I mean, it could be forever in development. Who knows? It could be three years before it comes out. But cer- certainly looks like it. Yeah. Um, to which Andrew, I what? say, I, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very cautious. <laughs> I'm very cautious on it that it's not Naughty Dog, and so yeah. like I don't want, I don't want it to be messed up. I know Naughty Dog wouldn't mess it up. I don't know if somebody else would. <laughs> so yeah. That. Well, the good news, I don't remember the exact teams or whatever, but the rumor was that it was one of two teams where they're both like PlayStation first party teams. They so. are. And they it are. is possible that people from Naughty Dog left yep. and went to this team to because sure. they just loved Uncharted and they're like, sure. I'm going to do more Uncharted. I'm going to go to this team now or whatever. Absolutely. So, um, I mean, and if it's PlayStation first party, we have no reason to believe that it's not going to be at least good. Maybe it won't be 10 out of 10. Sure. But, but they also have the ability. But they also have the ability with a refresh, restart, whatever, with Cassie as the protagonist to maybe change the game style a little bit. Which yeah. I don't really want him to More do that. More tw- Tweak it a little bit, that's fine. I don't I don't want it to be, like, super changed, personally. Yeah, maybe it's not just room after room of waves of enemies, which is what Uncharted 4 fixed a little bit, but still. Uncharted 4 is such a good game. It is a good game. Andrew, what about you? What's your life with Uncharted, Andrew? You played any of them? Yeah, I've I've beat them all uh, except the um, Lost Legacy. Thing. Yeah, that's the only one I haven't I haven't played. Um, I it's going to be funny to me when we find out this cutscene is actually from Final Fantasy 16. That's going to be <laughs> really hilarious, honestly. Um, <laughs> if it's not FF16, there uh, Naughty Dog's going to announce that they're actually rebooting Tomb Raider, and that's what we're actually looking at. So, um, would, no, I mean. That- I'm not. I'm not so much in the boat where I need or want another Uncharted. I think it's 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 fine with. Like I said, uh, I think on the last podcast, like 
they created a, a beginning and an end and they filled that in and it's a one solid story and it is open-ended to continue, but I want to see Naughty Dog do a new IP more than anything. I, I think mm-hmm. we'll get the, uh, the third, you know, last of us, and then hopefully they're doing something new. Um, but why that's why that cut scenes in there, who knows? Maybe they are teasing. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's such teases, you know what I mean? And it's, it's probably it'd a Spider-Man cutscene. Yeah, it'd be such a PlayStation thing to be like, "Hey, remember the first time you heard about Uncharted Five? Was just a ad from Brazil yeah. that had live action stuff in it." He's like, "Of course, that's, that would be what it was." Mm-hmm. Or a tweet <laughs> or a blog post <laughs> or Nintendo Direct. It'd be in the Nintendo <laughs> Direct. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. Even if, obviously, most of these ads are made by outside companies, but PlayStation has to watch it and sign off on it. So even 100%. if the outside company was like, mm-hmm. you know what, let's just throw this in. It's like a kind of like Tomb Raider, but it's not thing just to show off, just to have something else. It'll be the one thing that's not actually a game. I call bullcrap. Right. There was, there was a yeah, Destiny Ghost in there. There's a Destiny Ghost in there, Andrew. The Battle Royale. It's Zipping coming. around. Zipping around. It's um, a battle royale, but you only play as the ghosts. That's what we want. You just bump into each other until you explode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's basically <laughs> battle bots. <laughs> um, really also, Destiny-wise, uh, Beyond Light expansion coming to the PlayStation Plus catalog? Or was it just, is it a free game? Next oh, time? is it a part of the uh, their collection? The free collection? I, I, I actually didn't even hear this news, so that's new to me. It's weird that it's just Beyond Light. That's that's the weird. Yes, yes. Um, it's no so so PlayStation Plus monthly games for February. So this is just their normal PlayStation Plus stuff. Uh, Beyond Light is one of them. So go claim it if you haven't claimed it. Uh, Evil Dead: The Game is another one, which is really really good, and I'm excited. Because now I don't have to play it by myself. I've been playing it on an Xbox a whole bunch. Um, and also there's an Evil Dead, their Battle Royale version update was today. So Okay. Or maybe it's maybe it is Tuesday when this comes out, I don't know. But it's it's like out, either out or coming out by Tuesday. Um Ali Ali World and Mafia Definitive Edition. All four of those bad boys. Free monthly games and an Nice. It says available. To, it's a good month. This is so confusing. This is so confusing. Maybe I just need to read the article. But the picture has all four of those games. February monthly games available to download on premium, extra, and essential. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that makes sense. But why put extra and premium on there when they have a separate thing? But I digress. It's weird that it's just beyond light. I've, I'm on the Matthew train for the last couple prediction stuff that we've done that they should just put it on, like it should just be free on their Game Pass thing. Games catalog. I, I think so too, but I don't think it's weird because it's just a free monthly thing. Like that that, that to me is not weird. To, yeah, to but that, that the weirdness means like they're probably, why would they do that if they're going to add it to the game catalog, which makes me think they're not going to add it to the game catalog anytime soon. Because Beyond Light would be the first one that would come. Right? Yeah, maybe so. Or would or would it be Shadow Keep? I don't know. Either way, I mean Shadow Keep was before mm-hmm. that, so yeah. Yeah. Totally random. I just saw this the PS5 uh, PS Plus collection being removed in May. Yeah. So the twenty games. I remember the PS5 came out. And it was yeah, like, I didn't know that. Play PS4's best titles. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's going to be removed. I assume some of those titles will just move to the game catalog, though. Yeah. Quite a few um, of them already have. Yeah. So. They're already showing up in there. Did not know that. Maybe all of them. I don't know. Um. So, yeah, that's that's all Daddy has for you, boys. Any final <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> I get to say it like that. <laughs> oh Any final God. thoughts before we end out this podcast today? Uh, rest in peace, E3, uh, GG, Keeley. You've won the game yep. industry as far as you shows and awards. Congratulations. Yes, you took down a chat. giant. I don't know how you did it, but you did it. <laughs> they did it to themselves. I think it's more they they did it to themselves. Well, so yeah. I, I think it, 
it, it to me, it all stems back to the whole uh, pandemic, right? When these companies started doing their their streams, and it's like, hey, I just realized we saved ten million dollars from putting on a show. Let's just do it like this. Like, let's yeah. not give like you know, we don't have to make this like extravagant setup at E three, and we can just mm-hmm. do our own conference. And like, I think the pandemic is what really changed a lot of it, to be honest. So, yeah, sure. But, Sure. I, hey, I will never forget in, where were we, Andrew? It wasn't Cleveland. It was. It was somewhere in Ohio. Columbus. It was Columbus. Columbus. We were in Columbus, Ohio, and Andrew got us tickets to watch E3 live at the movie theater. Cool. And so it basically you got like the perks of being That was E3. the best. E- that was the big one too, where they announced Final Fantasy VII Remake and Shenmue Three. That's what's up. I, Last I, I will, I will not. Big, it was a big one. Yeah, yeah. I will not forget when they announced Shenmue. That was like an Uncharted Four gameplay was mind blowing. How many people were in the theater? Would you guys? Oh, it was packed. Packed. It was, it was packed. We were, we were a part of the group that was like, if there's extra seats, you guys can get in. Yeah. And luckily, we got in. <laughs> yeah. So like, where like people are like cheering and screaming and oh like, yeah, yes, that's awesome. I'd love to be a part of that. <laughs> that's really cool. It was super yeah. cool. That's super cool. And but we got like uh, an actual like E three lanyard thing that we got to oh like, nice. You got free stuff. We got free stuff. You just like go home, put your code in online. You get like free downloads of this. Yeah, the whatever. the game cool. awards they're in theaters as well in yeah. most major mm-hmm. cities. I mean, it'll probably be even more than that. Uh, but we got to do reactions to it, you know. So it's like whatever. That's right. I we can film from the theater stuff. inside the theater. <laughs> that would be awesome. There you go. <laughs> I wonder if that's possible. Like, if I call the theater and I was like, "Listen, I'm, I do a gaming podcast." Can we do a little intro and then just put a camera on the screen? I mean, anybody can stream it by themselves anyway. We it can be an all audio podcast live. There's no video. Yeah. It's just, or we'll just come home and then their, just rip the video. Theater. Match yep. it up. Rip the video and match it up. That's true. Yeah. We, got no, we got no problem giving their theater a promo. Right? AMC, yeah. where's our sponsorship? Let's do this. Let's partner up. That's right. <laughs> Taco Bell, where are you at? Taco Bell, where, <laughs> where the AM, heck are you at? AMC's Popcorn and Pac-Man. That's what we're calling it. That's a terrible name. We'll workshop <laughs> it's it. Pretty we'll workshop it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Any other final thoughts before we end this out? Is there any games you guys are looking forward to in the next couple of weeks? Yep. Hogwarts. I'm about to, I have to beat get, uh, God of War like now because... <laughs> No, all the because Harry Potter comes out. If you get yeah. the like version that's ten dollars more, like the eighty dollar version, you get it three days early. Yeah, I'll be playing it midnight on on February seventh, right? Yep. Yeah. Um. So that's going to happen, and then that's going to lead right into Lightfall at the end of the month. You know. Oh no! We also have is the Atomic Heart is the twenty first. Oh, yep. yep. So I'll be playing it's, that as well. <laughs> and that's a Game Pass game, yeah. though. So I, I just yeah. count that as just it is like a game extra, extra yeah. yeah, I want to play that. Yeah, I want to see what the reviews are for Hogwarts uh, coming out too, though. First, probably I'm, before I get I'm it waiting. In. I'm waiting for the review, but I'm waiting for Digital Foundry's review specifically uh, because on these third-party games, and I know PlayStation has the the uh, marketing rights to Hogwarts Legacy right now. So like all the commercials mm-hmm. you see, it mm-hmm. ends with the PlayStation, yeah, or whatever. But on these third-party games, like it used to be on like the PS3 360 days, and then the PS4 Xbox One days, they're like, yeah, this game runs slightly better on this console or whatever. Yeah, and it seems so far with third-party stuff that things run slightly better on the Series X than they do on the PS5. So I'm just waiting for that. If they're like, yeah. It's a locked frame, 60 frames for Series X, but we see it dip sometimes on PS5. I might just get it on Xbox, but if it's not, I'll probably get it on PlayStation. Just go straight mm-hmm. to Steam Deck, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also <laughs> contemplating, uh, mid- I know, right? Midnight Suns. Um, no, I still cool. haven't gotten, but I want to get it on PlayStation is where I want to play it, but it's on the... Uh, it may be on Steam too. Steam, definitely on PC on Epic, the Epic Game Store. It's like thirty-five bucks instead of fifty-nine yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. So, like, I'd prefer to pay thirty dollars for it on PlayStation, which maybe it is on sale. I don't know. I need to look. The so. memes 
I don't know what it is. My TikTok is just like half filled with uh, Hogwarts legacy memes of like things that they're going to do when they see certain characters and stuff like that. It's been pretty funny. So if you want a good laugh, just put Hogwarts legacy on TikTok and, and watch. What percentage would it be for Harry Potter to beat Zelda? Higher score. There's no way. There's no, no chance. No chance. <laughs> Ain't happening, Captain. Uh, Midnight Suns, uh, I have in front of me for 3167 on Steam. On Steam? That's a good deal. Yeah. But it's not, I'm not, it's uh, off of Green Man Gaming. Which is legit. I bought myself mm-hmm. off of there. Is it fully right. Steam Deck compatible? Uh, it, when it came out, it was like not fully. You're talking about Midnight Suns? Yeah. It didn't have Yeah, the green I have no shade. idea. I have no idea. Bullcrap. Other than that, I'm just going to be snapping. Heck finish yeah, Remnant. Dude. Finish Remnant probably like within the next night or two. Um, Octopath I, Traveler this, 2 is February 24th. Oh my gosh, I can't. And then, and then after that, it's March, work. guys. <laughs> with freaking Resident Evil and stuff. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 4. Golly. And March the 9th, Peaky Blinders, the King's Ransom. <laughs> oh, yes. Peaky Blinders, yes. Um, All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast again. We'll try and do the uh, Nintendo Direct if it happens on Monday mm-hmm. or anytime next week. Uh, we will be doing reactions to that. We want to thank you all for listening. Get a new podcast upload every Friday, wherever you want to be. You can find us at youtube.com backslash at Logon Games. Go over there. Hit subscribe. Slap your grandma. Uh, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, wherever it is you listen to us. And if you have a topic for the show or you have a comment or a question or anything, uh, we are at Logon Games everywhere. Or you can get in our link tree on any of our socials and hop on our Discord and talk to us that way if you want to. But yep, yep. that's going to do it for us here. We will be with you all again next Friday. See ya. Oh, let's break it.